Hallelujah. Man, it's been an awesome time in God's presence. I'm, I'm, I'm having, it's an amazing time. I'm having the best time. It's, it's awesome from the workers meeting and all. But the word, it's, it's the same. Love the mirror assembly. We've got the same spirit of faith. So we are always in one accord in faith, in the spirit, yeah? So the word has also been repeating and repeating and repeating. So, but let's start. That's the issue. I don't even know where I want to start, but let's start from, let's start from Luke 5. Let's do Luke 5. I think I want to just make us understand, be aware of something that is in, is, that is in our presence. Let's start from Luke 5, and we'll see other places. Luke 5. Uh, I have a big note, but let's see. Let's start from, uh, let's do 12. Let's start from 12. Luke 5. Hallelujah. 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 All right. So, Luke 5, yeah? Okay. So, let's start from verse uh, 12. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy. Or maybe let's jump to, let's go to 17. All right, let's start from 17. We'll still read 12. And it came to pass on a certain day he was teaching that the Pharisees and the doctors of the law sitting by, which we are come out of every town of Galilee and Judah and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. So as Jesus was teaching, the power of the Lord was present to bring healing to them. And he was in the presence of who? Teachers, the Pharisees, the doctors. He was teaching. He was explaining some things. He was sharing the word in someone's house. And the Bible says that the power of God was present to heal them. Am I making sense? So I want to start there so that you will be aware that the power of God is present to heal you. Hallelujah. Uh, John writing to Gaius, he said, Beloved, I, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. So that's the, actually the plan of the Father is to bring health to you and see what was going on there. So as Jesus was teaching, the power of God was made available to bring healing. Hallelujah. So the power of God was what? Made available to do what? Bring healing. But let's keep reading and let's see. Because I want to see something there before we jump to other verses. And behold, men brought in a, a bed, a, 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 brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and lay him before him. So the power of God was present to heal. And who was he in the presence of? He was with the Pharisees, the teachers, the scribes. They were all listening to him. And the Bible says the power of God was present to heal. Are, you, are we making sense? Yes. So now, but let's keep reading. And when they could not find by what way, by verse 19, that they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up the housetop and let him down through the tilling the ceiling with his couch into the mist before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. That's what he said to him. Remember, the Bible says the power of God was present to heal. Now, 
And the, the, the friends of this guy with palsy, they acted out of faith. Hallelujah. If you read some other uh, uh, chapters from other books, Matthew, John, he says, and he saw it and he said, I've, he, he was amazed at their faith. So the power of God was present to bring healing. And the people within the environment, I'm not sure they were even actually aware. Because we'll read further and we'll see. Because after Jesus told him, your sins are forgiven thee, they started questioning him. They started attacking him. Who are you to forgive sins? Who are you to do that? Who are you to, to tell him your sins are forgiven? And he asked them, which one is better for me to say? Rise and go or your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. But the power of God was what? Present to heal. But it took the act of faith of some certain believers, of some certain people that believed that if they could bring their friend to the midst of Jesus, that he would be healed. But the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they didn't see that. They didn't see that. What they are always conscious about is, what did he do in the law? Did he do it on the Sabbath day? Did he not do it? How did he, how did he say it? Did he say be healed? Or did he say go out? Your sickness is gone. Your sins are forgiven you. But the Bible says the power of God was present to bring healing. I know why I'm restressing it. Actually, this is not where I wanted to start from. But the Holy Ghost said, Start from here. The power of God is present to heal. So I want you to have that consciousness that the power of God is present to heal. And how do I know that the power of God is present to heal? The Bible says that where two or three are gathered in his name, he is there in their midst. And we know that when he is there, who said this statement? Jesus. The Bible says how God has anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth who with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing those that were oppressed of the devil. So that means whenever there is the presence of the Son, there is always going to be the presence of the power of God to bring healing. But the issue is, are you positioned, is your heart positioned rightly to receive it? Are you viewing it from the Pharisee point of view? How did he say it? Did he say, oh, your sins are forgiven? Or did he say, cast out you demon of sickness, get out? Or did he say, oh, I bind you sick? Do you understand what I'm saying? But the Bible says the power of God was present to heal. So what am I trying to say? The power of God can be present to heal. For sure, the power of God is always present to heal. The Bible says he sent his word, and his word healed our diseases. Am, are you, am I making sense? We're still going to read all these scriptures because we'll finally start the message normal, right? But I'm just trying to get you stirred up. So have the consciousness that the presence of God, the power of God, is available to bring healing to you, and not just for you. You can also act out in faith like the friends of this guy. His friends didn't need healing. They didn't need healing. But their friend needed healing. And they had to act out in faith. They knew that once he comes to the presence of the, of the son, that the situation was going to end. Because they were aware. Hallelujah. The Bible says the power of God was present here to heal. So you have to be aware that the presence, the power of God is always ever present to bring healing to you. In no matter situation it might be. Hallelujah. Alright. So let's, let's, let's go to Isaiah 53. That's where I want to start from. Then we'll just read other things. And yes. Alright. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? 
So we're going to be talking about healing, the healing power of God. So healing and deliverance power of God. So whatever, I'm not so good at coining the topic. I love just to share the thought pattern, the thought line. So the thought line is on healing, receiving your healing because it's there. Hallelujah. So don't forget, we've read somewhere and he said the power of God is available to heal. The only thing you need is to have the right position of faith. Like the friends of the guy held with palsy. Am I making sense? Yes. All right. Let's read. For he shall grow up before, verse 2, uh, Isaiah 53. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrow and acquitted with grief. And we hid as it where our face is from him. He was despised and, ex and we extinguished him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And we did extinguish him, smitten of God and afflicted. Am I, are, are you following me? And we did extend him, smitten of God, and afflicted. That's why the Bible says God made him who knew no sin to become sin. So that you will be the, made the righteousness of God. So it was your iniquity. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was wounded for our transgression. Hallelujah. We, 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 we considered him smitten of God. So it was not me that did that to Jesus. It was God the Father himself. Actually an act of love so that something will happen to us. Let's keep reading. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his tribes we are healed. All we, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned away on our own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of all. If you read that same Isaiah 53 in 1 Peter chapter 2, he said, and with his stripes ye we are healed. Isaiah is saying, you are healed. So he, I, I, I'm sure we are all English students because every, most of the people here, English is not my first language, actually, but uh, to an extent, that's the official language of the country I'm originating from. But yeah, but there, these are tenses. Isaiah used, you are healed. Yes? Verse 5. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. We are healed. We are healed. That's how Isaiah said it. He said no one will believe our report. No one will believe what we are saying. But we know that it was God that was smiting him for us. We know that our transgressions were placed upon him. We know that our sicknesses, our ailments were placed upon him. And we, we considered him smitten of God. That's why when he was hanging on the cross. Remember Jesus said, this is the day of the light. And when there is light, there is going to be miracles. And the day of darkness is going to come. When he was hanging on the cross, that was the day of darkness. Because he was looking and everyone was, Jesus, God forsook him. And he was like, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Why did he forsake him on the cross? Because he was carrying our sins, our transgressions, our infirmities. I want us to understand something. Jesus was not hanging on the cross. Just as Jesus, he was hanging with our sins, with our sicknesses. And 
Isaiah said, and by the stripes that he received, we are healed. Now, but when Peter wanted to report that same verse in 1 Peter chapter 2, he said, and by his stripes, ye were healed. So your healing is a past tense. How is it a past tense? It's hanging on the cross of Jesus. Because it is God. God is not smiting Jesus today now. He has smitten him 2,000 years ago. And what was he carrying when God was smiting him? My sins, my sicknesses, my infirmities. Not just mine, yours. The, the one of, the whole, of our whole families. The whole world. The Bible says, for God so loved the world, he gave his son. When he was hanging on the cross, he was carrying our sicknesses. He was carrying our infirmities. And by those tribes that he received when he was going through the cross process, our healing has been wrought. Now, Peter, reporting that scripture, he said, ye were. He now used the past tense. Am I making sense? So it means it is now something in the past. So the, a believer's healing is something that has, that has occurred in the past. Now, it is your, it's our responsibility. We can bring healing to who needs healing. Most of the time, those that do not believe. Because the healing is sort of an evangelistical uh, 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 manifestation of the Father. I know, I know why I'm saying this, but understand me. Listen. Because you believe Jesus and God rose him up from the dead, your sins and sicknesses and infirmities have been put upon the person of Jesus as a believer. This is a stated fact. Peter speaking it, he said, by his tribes, ye were healed. So it's something that has occurred in the past. Now, but can I not still bring the healing power of God to someone? I can still come and join you in faith and stir up the healing power of God from within you. Bring up the faith that is already there. Am I making sense? But when I, when, as a believer, the Bible says, this sign shall follow them that believe. Remember Mark 16. This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up deadly things. It will not harm them. And they will lay their hands on the sick. And what will happen to the sick? So you as a believer, you have the domicile ability to bring healing. But your healing is hanging on the cross already. And it hung there 2,000 years ago. The healing that you need as a believer is on the cross of Jesus. It's on the cross of Jesus. Your healing has been wrought in Christ. Peter saying, he said, by those tribes that he received 2,000 years ago. You know the, the Roman Empire people, they thought they were the one flogging Jesus. They thought they were the one bruising him. But, but of course, but they did not know that it was God. And he was doing it, not if God was even doing it even for the Roman soldiers. Am I making sense? So that their sins and iniquity can be on the cross. And when we believe our sin, our iniquity, our sicknesses, it becomes on the cross. 2,000 years ago, it has occurred. Am I making sense? So now, the Bible says, from within us, the healing ability is domiciled. Remember, Romans, he said, if the same spirit of him that rose Jesus from the dead, regardless, he was preached, talking about a uh, uh, change of our bodies, redemption of our bodies, but the spirit of, of God within us can still quicken life, can still bring life. Now, that's why I'm telling you that as a believer, your healing has been wrought in Christ. 
the ability from where you can draw it out from is inside of you. You need not to be sick because your sicknesses are on the cross. What you need to be doing as a believer is bringing the healing to people that need it. Especially those that don't believe. Am I making sense? Those that don't believe in Jesus. I'm not saying those that don't believe at all because they will have to believe that there is an ability to bring healing. Am I making sense? But your healing has been wrought in Christ. Yes, of course, a pastor, a man of God can still agree with you, lay hands on your head, touch your hand, command that sickness out. A couple of weeks back, one of the brothers in church, Brother Matthew, from one of the brothers, I just wanted to say this. So, he just saw me one day on Sunday, he's like, oh bro, uh, God said, your knee is paining you. Do you have any joint pain? I'm like, oh no, I'm good, because in my mind, I, I don't really... And he's like, no, I think God said your knee is paining you and all this. And he's like, okay, I will just pray with you now. I was not actually looking for the pain. I felt it was normal. I felt it was something I should be, it's used to me. Remember, the, the lady that, uh, Minister Fortune, sorry, the woman of God, when she came up, she said, Repe repeated cycles. So when some of these things happen, as a medical student, I am always pushed to go to diagnosis to go to pathophysiology, to go to genetic reasons. Am I making sense? So when the pain will come at some point and go at some point, some certain symptoms, even leg hotness, I'm just saying this so that you understand where I'm coming from. I will always say, no, this is just, just normal. My, dad, my father had rheumatoid arthritis. It's normal. I will be good. If I just hang my leg up, it will go. Do you understand? Because we have been taught to follow some genealogies, genetic disorders. It's also a problem because as a medical student, sometimes when you understand the pathophysiology, it's even harder to bring the power of God. Because now you'll be like, ah, where will God start from? <laughs> Am I making sense? But yeah, of course, because now I've thought about, ah, where will he start from? But then he just comes to me and he's like, God said I should lay hands on you and you will be healed. And he just prayed with me. And since that day, I've not felt hotness of my leg or anything. Am I making sense? So what I'm saying is that the power of God, you from within you, you can still go synergize with another believer. I didn't go and meet him and say, I need healing for my leg. The Holy Ghost ministered it to him. So you can need healing. And as you are praying in the Holy Ghost, another brethren of yours, because the Bible says we are connected, we are joined in the spirit. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Then a believer comes and he synergizes with your faith. And then the healing comes. But it's not that the healing was wrought from the believer. It was wrought from the resurrection power of Jesus, from the finished work on the cross by those tribes. So what the believer did was bring you to the consciousness of what you have. Am I making sense? So remember, he said, by his tribes, we received healing. By his tribes. So the reason why you should be healed is because of what God did on Christ. Not because of what you've done. Because another issue is that most of the believers, what we do is, uh, good, perfect. Oh, Holy Ghost, thank you. Let's go to John 10. John 9. John 9. Let's do John 9. I think I'll use this to buttress that point. So let's do John 9. So other believers always believe that, oh, maybe it was someone's sin. And Jesus, as, and as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from birth. Yes? And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man 
or his parents that he was born blind. So the disciples wanted to know why was such a calamity beyond this man? Was it his sin? Is also the situation of some other believers. You, in your mind, you think that it is because of some sin of something you did yesterday or day before yesterday that is making you sick today. Some believers believe that sickness is God using it to train them. I, James chapter, uh, James 1, he said, Every good and perfect gift cometh from above, from the Father of light, and there is no shadow of turning, there is no darkness. So there is no way that the father will use sickness to, to make you to be trained. That's not how it works. When God wants to train you, he gives you the Holy Ghost. And from within, he starts willing and doing. He will not use sickness. So let's keep reading. John 9. So when they asked him, who sinned? It's not a problem to think you, are, you sinned. But see the response of Jesus. Because whenever we read the Gospels... The position we always take is the position of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's see the next verse. Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the work of God should be made manifest where? In him. That's when he said, I must walk the work of him that sent me while it is day. Because night cometh when no man can walk. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Remember, who else did Jesus say that is the light of the world? You. Us, all of us. So, remember here he said, when they saw this man born blind, it's very ridiculous to see a man born blind. If, in, if Luke always explains these things further, he will tell you that that man did not have socket. That's how he, that Luke is a medical doctor, so he goes deeper into explaining Physical symptoms that we will see. But he said that Jesus said it is not this man's sin or his parents. It's nobody's sin. But that why he was born that way was so that the works of, the, of God will be made manifest. So whenever you need the healing power of God, don't start thinking, was it my sin? The reason is, let the work of the Father be made manifest in me. So whenever you are in a point of sickness, whenever you need the healing ability of the, of the Father, don't start considering what you have done or what you have not done. Don't forget, we read in Isaiah 53, he said, where was our sins placed? So our sins have been placed on Jesus. So we no longer come and say, oh, it was my sin or my father's sin. No. It is so that the, the, the works of God will be made manifest. He said, I am the light. So that means you are a carrier of the ability to bring healing from within you. You can also let it flow from within you for your own self. Am I making sense? So, but let's keep reading because I want us to see some, the, what, what let that happen here. When he has said this, he spat on the ground. So when he has been saying this, he just... Carried it up. Let's picture it. So this guy is blind, but when you hear someone spitting, you know what's going on there. Yeah. So he takes it from the ground. Other translations will say he used, he anointed him because when the man was trying to narrate it to the Pharisees, he did not say he put sand on my eye. What he said was that he anointed me. We'll see that. Yeah. So Jesus spat on the ground, and then he made mud. Put it on his eye. Say, go and wash. 
And that day was a Sabbath day. So the Pharisees are coming and they are like, why is this man healing people on the Sabbath day? He can't be from God. It's not possible. If he's from God, he will obey the Sabbath. And don't forget, Jesus said, the Sabbath is made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Yes, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. Any day, he, if he wants to change Sabbath to tomorrow, you say, am I making sense? Yeah, but let's read. Let's read. Go and wash. The neighbors, uh, verse uh, 7, and he said unto him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam, which by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed, and, and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, is this not the man that sat and begged? Let's jump. He said, he answered, in verse 11, he answered and said, a man that is called Jesus, he made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, go and wash in the pool. Then what happened? Verse 13, they brought him to the Pharisees. And it was a Sabbath day, verse 14. I'm just jumping so that we are reading it, yeah? And then again, the Pharisees asked him how he had received his sight. He said unto them, he put a clay upon my eyes and I washed and do see. Therefore saith some of the Pharisees, this man is not of God because he keepeth not the Sabbath. Am I making sense? Because he keepeth not the Sabbath. So they are looking for ways to discredit the ability of, of God in, in the life of Jesus. Now bringing healing because okay, it's the Sabbath day. Am I making sense? They said unto the man, what sayest thou of him that had opened thy eyes? He said he is a prophet. When you, are, when you experience, when you experientially, when you come to experiential knowledge of the power of God, it will be very hard for people to convince you that, that the abilities of God are not real. Am I making sense? When you have experienced the dimension of God healing you, when you have seen the mighty hand of God touching your life, in situations where nothing else is possible. Remember, he's in Philippians, Paul speaking, he said, it is by when we are in our lowest, weakest point. That is when we know that everything is done by his power. That's when whatever happens to us, we know that it's done by his power. So this man had no hope. He was born blind. No doctor can help him. For me as a medical student, at least if you have eye, we can start saying, let us start operating. But he has no eye. The only thing medicine can do for him is cosmetics. They will open there, put sheep eye, and he'll be managing it so that people will not know that he's blind. But Jesus does not do such. He comes and he makes wholeness. And when they, after you experience the power of God, they ask the man, what do you have to say about Jesus? He said, of course, he's a prophet. In front of the Pharisees, they called his mother. Let's not read further because when he was saying this, the Pharisees did not believe. Of course, when the power of God is present to heal, there are some certain folks that will not believe. But the only way that believing will be wrought in your heart is when you come to experiential knowledge of that power. When you see it made manifest in your life, then it will not be hard for when someone tells you God can heal, you say yes. So now, if someone should tell me God can heal, there is no way I would deny it. Even before I started experiencing the healing power of God, in studying, but in experiential knowledge, it crystallized the more. Am I making sense? So the Pharisees were saying, this guy is not from God. And the man that received healing was telling them he's from God. They called his mother to uh, confirm. 
Did you born this guy blind? He said, yes, so we gave birth to him blind. Then I asked them, what happened to him? He said, ask him. He's of age. You cannot ask us. And the Bible said, they said that because they were afraid of the Pharisees. They don't want to say something that will trigger them, that will annoy them. Hallelujah. So he said, ask him yourself. And when they asked the man again, he told them, stop asking me this thing. I've told you the same thing over and over again. I've told you the same thing. I've told you that this man did this, did this, did this, and he healed me. And when they started asking him for that question, he started, he became sarcastic. He started joking with them. He told them, I know. We know that any man that is a sinner, God cannot hear his prayer. So there is no way that you people want to tell me that this man is not from God. Because it's an evidence. I'm seeing now. So there is no way. But remember, Jesus said, blessed are those that do not see but believe. I know where I'm going to. So even before you see that manifestation, you've got to believe. You've got to believe in the ability of God to bring healing. You've got to believe in the ability of God to bring healing in any situation you need healing. You need healing in your mind. You've got to believe the ability of God that your healing has been wrought in Christ. If you are not born again, and, sorry, if you're not born again and you need healing, it is still available for you in Christ. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. If you're born again, your healing is hanging on the cross. You are not born again and you need healing. It's still available for you in Christ. If you go and meet someone that is a carrier of the presence of the Father, that is, that the Holy Ghost is indwelling inside of them. Remember, the Holy Ghost is indwelling inside of you. He said in Ephesians, after that you heard and you believed, you were sealed with the same Holy Spirit of promise. He went further. He said, I want you to know some certain things. He said three things there. He said, I want you to know the hope of his calling. The exceeding greatness of his inheritance. And I want you to know the extent of the power that is residing inside of your belly. That is sealed inside of you. He said that was the same power that he spent when he rose Jesus from the dead. So the reason why the whole world celebrates Easter is living inside of you. And he gave life to Jesus. So you have the ability to bring life. Am I making sense? The Bible says, it said, out of our bellies will flow what? Rivers of living water. So in a situation of healing, in a situation where you are in the presence of the Father, don't be in the position of those that want to check it out. Want to confirm, are you sure? Are you sure this has happened? Let's go and do this. Let's go and do this. Rather be in the position of those that are believing that the Father can do these things. Hallelujah. All right. Let's look at some scriptures. Uh, let's do... Let's do Let's see somewhere in the Old Testament. Let's do, let's do Second Kings. Let's do Second Kings. Yeah. Let's do Second Kings five. This is about Elijah. Sorry, forgive me. I hope I'm I'm getting ten minutes. Oh Jesus, help me. <laughs> All right, so let's do Second Kings. I just want us to see something here. So now Naaman, we know this story. Naaman, yes, Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man um, of valor and all that. Let's go to verse five. And the king of Syria said, "Go to uh, go to go." So remember that before that, someone told Naaman that there is a prophet in Israel that can bring healing upon you. Yeah. So, 
And he went, he met the king, and the king gave him a letter. And he went, verse 7, let's start from there. And it came to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter, he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make a life that this man doeth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore, consider I, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. Now, but see verse 8. And it was so when Elijah, Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel rent his clothes, he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore thou rented thy clothes? Why are you tearing your clothes up? Because the, the king was faced with a challenge that he does not know how to overcome. They just wrote a letter to him that, please, heal this man. Because the king of Syria does not know the name of the person he needs to meet. So he has to meet the king. So the king is like, ah. And when Naaman was coming, he came with a lot of things. He came with uh, uh, his, uh, some army and all that. Just because he's a leader in the army. It's not like he's coming to fight the people of Israel. But the king did not even know that there was an ability to bring that such healing. Because if he was aware that even a man like, he knows Elisha. I was thinking, why didn't he think, okay, go and meet Elisha ASAP. In the mind of the king, he's like, ah, how would this man with leprosy be healed? But when Elisha heard that the king tore up his clothes, Elisha got furious. He's like, why is the king tearing up his clothes? Why? Let him come to me now. Can you see that? Why is he tearing his clothes? Let him come to me now. And he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So he's saying, let this man that needs healing, let him come, come. You will know that God can do that. So when he met Elisha, Elisha told him, go and dip yourself in the pool seven times. He started complaining. Is there no water in Damascus? Is there no this there? Is there no this that? Sometimes there are instructions the father can give from the mouth of a prophet, from impressions in your heart, concerning on what you need to do to receive your healing. Sometimes it might not make sense. But do it. Am I making sense? So he told him, go and dip yourself. Naaman was first furious. He said, I'm not going to do that. Then his maid started telling him, servant, sir, you need healing from your leprosy. Now, but first of all, hallelujah. I love to always tell these uh, stories so that you understand. Because they were not just talking it. Remember, leprosy, it eats up your fingers. So it's possible Naaman, he's a great man of war. But how will he be holding his sword? It's possible he will have to wear something that is connected to sword because his fingers will be chopped off. That's how leprosy happens. You will not be feeling senses of any part of your body. And this guy is in this suffering and they told him, just go and dip yourself in the water. And he's angry. He's complaining. When you need the help of the father and the instructions come on what to do, go and do them. Go and do them. Am I making sense? Elijah said, let him come and he will see that there is a prophet in Israel. And at the end of the story, he went, he dipped himself and he came out and the Bible says his body was as new as a baby's own. Am I making sense? He said his body was as new as a baby's own. The Bible also says that when he, he will heal us and then we will renew our youth like eagles. Yes, healing will come. He said, the, the son of righteousness, in Malachi chapter 3, he said, the son of righteousness, he will arise. And what will be on his wings? Healing. Healing. And have the son of righteousness risen? Yes. 
So has healing been wrought for all of us? Yes. Can you receive your healing in Christ Jesus? Yes. Yes. The only thing you need to do, the Bible says God has shared a broad faith in our hearts. God has given us the deposit of faith in our hearts. Now, the Bible says we build up ourselves in the most holy faith. We, keep, we build it like an edifice, right? And he said, if we just believe, if only we believe. So the only thing you need to receive the healing power of God to, to, to express it. I've, I don't want to use the word receive because I believe I'm talking to believers that are filled with the Holy Ghost. So, but if you are an unbeliever and you want to receive the healing of the Father, it's available for you as well. And when you come in contact with the presence of the Father, remember we read somewhere in Luke 5, he said, the presence of God, the power of God was present to heal. But it took an act of faith for us to see healing. An act of faith from people bringing it from the ceiling. It might take an act of faith from you to express it out from within you. Same, when you see someone that needs healing, the healing power of God, you should not be feeling intimidated because the Bible says he has given us the ability to lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. So our position should be like Elisha. When we hear about people that bring them to me. Hallelujah. Am I making sense? The power of God rests inside of you. That's what I'm trying to say. I will keep repeating it. Psalms, he said, and he has sent his word. And his word has healed us of all our diseases. Remember John chapter 1, he said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and that word was God. If you go down to verse 14, he said, that word became flesh. So God sent his word, and his word, thank you, and his word healed all our infirmities. So the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So that word is the person of Jesus. So God has sent Jesus to bring healing. The son of righteousness is arri has, has risen and healing is in his wings. To bring healing to whatever situation you might need. Am I making sense? To whatever situation you might need. Holy Ghost, thank you. I just remembered Abraham's story and Abimelech. Abraham meets Abimelech. Abraham does not have child with Sarah. And then he meets Abimelech that is also barren. And then he's laying hands on Abimelech to receive healing. And God made them fruitful. You have the ability to do such things. Do you know why Abraham could do that? Because the Bible says he believed in he that had promised him. That he would be able to fulfill. So Abraham was not bothered about child. Because he knows that child will come. Am I making sense? So that's why he took the ability of God inside of him. He went, he gave it to Abimelech. So what am I saying? Whatever situation you might need. Whatever situation you are in, you need the healing power of God upon your body, upon your health, upon your mind. The healing power of God is made available. I'm sorry, I didn't say so many things I wanted to say, even about the woman with the issue of blood. We can see how he, she got healed. She, the Bible says she kept saying to herself. And remember in that chapter, Jesus was not actually focused on the woman with the issue of blood. He was going to Jairus' house. So that means he was going to go and do a healing somewhere. But this woman is like, I don't need this man to come to my home. If I can just touch him. If I can just touch him. She kept saying it to herself. Remember Romans chapter 10. The Bible says, with, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with the mouth, we, we are saved. When we confess, with the heart, we believe. And with the mouth, we confess. That confession unto salvation there is we'll confess unto our healing. The word sozo is from the 
the origin word comes from healing. So with the word in your mouth, you can confess it unto your healing. So the woman kept saying it until her faith was built. Then when she touched Jesus, healing was wrought. And she just received it. And Jesus started saying, who is this? Who touched me? Who touched me? Same, centurion man. He said, Jesus, please come and heal. And then as he was coming, he said, no, just say a word. Just say a word. And we know it will happen. Have such faith. And when Jesus sees people like this, he says, this guy has a great faith. This guy has a great faith. I've not seen such great faith in Israel. So the healing power of God is made available to heal. All you need to do is to believe. Is to believe. Hallelujah. Am I did I make sense? Yeah. So all you need to do is to believe. Hallelujah. All right. Let us bow our heads and just pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. We, because of our time, if you need the healing power of God, you can just lay your hands on yourself. You can just lay your hands on yourself. Just lay your hands on yourself. Just lay your hands on yourself. The ability of the Father will release, the, will release healing upon you in whatever situation. Mental healing, physical healing, emotional healing. He will deliver you from every situation. And upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance. And the people of God shall possess their possession. And we have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, to the innumerable companies of angels. We do that by the, by the ability of the Son. The Bible speaking in Colossians chapter 2, he said God has made a public show of principalities and powers and he triumphed over them in his cross. So that means you have the, you, you, it is your right to be healed. It is your right to receive healing in the, from the Father in the name of Jesus. That stomach pain, that heartache, that headache, it's gone now in the name of Jesus. You can also speak it across to your families to your mother, your father, your siblings, anyone that needs the healing power of God to be made manifest in their life, experiential knowledge of the healing power of God, you can pray it out now in faith. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your ability for us to heal. Standing on the promise of the Father because the Bible says we will lay our hands on the sick. This sign shall follow them that believe. We will lay our hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Speaking in Acts of the Apostles, you said the, the, when they made the prayer, they said stretch forth your hand to heal that mighty wonders will be wrought in the name of your son Jesus. Father, we pray today that in every area where we need the healing power of God, we declare now that the healing power of God will be made manifest in the name of Jesus. All right, if you want to stand up in faith, if you just want me to agree with you to receive healing, you can just.